Good morning, and welcome to the 27th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and by Premier Automotive. Promotional consideration is provided by Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan. Reginelli's Pizzeria, with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner at the Esplanade Mall. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe, with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Poe Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Poe Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Manning's Restaurant at Harris Casino on Fulton Street. Now here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com, and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Tune in app available anywhere in the world via iHeart. Our podcast available at CrescentCitySports.com. Just on the top bar, just click on More. And then click on podcast, and you'll be able to hear what Ed had to say this morning, and you'll be happy to do so. You can catch us at home. If you don't have radio on Alexa, just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon, 106.1 FM. You can email us. It's ed at crescentcitysports.com. It's Ken, ed at crescentcitysports, ed at wgno.com. There you go, ed at wgno.com. Ken at crescentcitysports.com. Of course, you can call the show 504 260 1061, that's 260-1061. Rudy Dixon, our producer, here until noon. Big win for the Pelicans last night. We'll talk about that extensively coming up. We'll get into the Saints, college basketball, college baseball, everything. But we'll get started with the Final Four and a special guest in just a moment. But first, we welcome our co-host, Ed Daniels of WGNO Television, of course, of CrescentCitySports.com, of 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and the Clarion Herald. Ed, good morning to you. I'm doing fine. It's great to have you with us. And obviously, it's a special day and a special time in our city and in the region uh, with the Final Four being here. And we'll get Tick Price on here in just a minute or two. But clearly, it's, it's great, Ed. The, the town's buzzing, people everywhere. Uh, this is fantastic to have this event back in our town and to have it back full force with no restrictions whatsoever. Yeah, I was driving around yesterday, of course, uh, going to practice and then... Uh, I looked around and there's security everywhere and fences all around the, the Superdome and everything. And the first thing I could think of was, this is great. This is what it's supposed to be like. 
Right. I mean, that's what we were accustomed to prior to the pandemic. And it's the first Final Four that's going to be normal since 2019. And obviously, we're blessed to have that here in New Orleans. And you couldn't have a better setup with the, the four programs there, the four Blue Blood programs that have incredible followings and 17 national championships between the four. It really worked out well in terms of the interest level because of the teams that are here. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, there's a lot of folks in town and a lot of Kansas people. Saw a bunch of them yesterday. Of course, they can they can get here and drive here. And uh, I guess your share of North Carolina people and Duke people, but I know Kansas is going to travel uh, very well, and hopefully there will be some folks from Villanova here. But there was a lot of people at practice yesterday, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And the building looks good too, Ed. Yeah, it looks great, Kenny. Uh, you know, I – I was at the uh, press conference Thursday morning, and Jay Wright said that, you know, one of the things that he and his wife talked about was the fact that uh, they were wondering if there was a new building out there on Poydras Street. Mm -hmm. And if, if you total up the millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars spent on the Superdome since Hurricane Katrina, and I, I know Doug Thornton or Mike Hoss could give you uh, a better, uh, you know, number on exactly what that is it's it's got to be close to a billion dollars kenny that's been spent on the building at least a half of at least a half a billion probably more uh since uh, hurricane katrina it's remarkable and obviously uh, it is ready and waiting to host uh, these games beginning this evening and of course you got kansas villanova uh, to get things started duke and north carolina renewing their incredible rivalry after that well, a gentleman that took UNO to an NCAA tournament, coached at Lamar as well at Memphis, been around the block, and of course you get a chance to hear him on our University of New Orleans basketball broadcast with Jude Young here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Joins us now to talk about the Final Four and even touch on a new project of his. It's great to welcome our friend Chick Price to the show. Hey, Chick, good morning. Good morning. Coach, how are you? I am doing great, man. Just, uh, Enjoying all the festivities in New Orleans and seeing a lot of familiar faces and spend time with my assistant coaches yesterday, lunch with some of them and dinner with the rest of them. So it's been a great week for me in New Orleans. I'm sure it has been. And before we go any further, I think Ed and, and Chick and I all have to unanimously weigh in to uh, wish our comrade Jude Young a happy birthday today. Oh, today oh. Today's his birthday. I need to call Jude, man, but happy birthday, Jude. You're one day closer to retirement, my man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if he's close, I don't know what that says for Kenny and I. That's hey, what I say. Hey, I tell people, uh, you and Ed, you and Kenny, uh, and I go back, way back. We go back back with polyester and platform shoes, man. We go that. That, that we do, Coach. That well, we do. You were the ultimate, ultimate class act at the University of New Orleans and had that program in a, in a great place. And, uh, and, and before we talk about the Final Four, just a thought or two about uh, the UNO Privateers. You did the games this year. They, they had a nice year. They were close, but, yeah, but not quite there. Maybe one player short. You know, Green was a really solid player and just an experienced class act. And St. Hilaire was an electric guy. Uh, they, were, they were pretty good, just not quite good enough, right? Yeah, uh, well, first, uh, Coach Schlesinger did an excellent job, man, just 
getting those guys to really become one heartbeat. Um, when I first watched them practice early on, when they first agreed to bring me back to help do the games with Jude, I watched practice and I told Coach Lessinger, I said, man, you got a chance. He said, you think so? I said, oh, yeah, your guard player is solid. You don't find uh, a combination or guys that could coexist as good as Troy Green or Derek Sandler. Those two guys were the, maybe one of the best one-two tandems in the Southland Conference. And uh, I thought defensively they were sound. They were very disciplined. Uh, I just thought uh, if they could find a way to manufacture more well-rounded points as a team, they were going to be strong. But as fake show that you had two guys scoring 50% of your, of your points. And I knew any time one of them had a bad night, you know, would have some issues. And I think as it went down the stretch, uh, if they could have had a third score, a more consistent guy uh, score, uh, I thought th- that third guy could be the key. And really no one really stepped up as that third score for them. And I thought that that affected them. Um, when it came down to crunch time near the end of the year. Ed? All right, Coach, so what do you make of these games today? Oh, man, I'm excited to see. Well, first of all, uh, people don't understand this Kansas and Villanova. Everybody's talking about Duke and Carolina, but this first game, Kansas and Villanova, is going to be a war. Uh, Kansas is a veteran team. Um, They've been through the wars. Normally teams that, you know, that's a little bit older are probably more successful. Uh, you got a bunch of 22, 23-year-olds versus a bunch of 18, 19-year-olds. It's men against boys. Uh, and I know Villanova's going to put up a good fight. Uh, Coach Wright is going to coach them up. Uh, but it's my, uh, just, just watching, Kansas may be the team that might come out on top today. Uh, in Carolina and Duke, that's the supreme matchup. Uh, you can throw the uh, robbery out the winner, out the uh, window. Uh, those teams uh, got a lot to to play for in terms of in-state uh, bragging rights and then conference bragging rights. Uh, and I know Duke guys want to send their Coach K out as a winner, um, and they're probably going to win the the matchup today just because of the emotions that's going to be involved. But then I think uh, Kansas might end up winning it all just because of the experience and they got a lot defensively. They may be the best defensive team in the, in the final four. Yeah. I'm really kind of on the same page as you. Uh, first of all, I think, I think Jay Wright might be the best coach in the country. He does an incredible no job year in and year out. His system is fun to watch, but they're a little thin. They're not very big, first of all, yeah. and now they're a little thin with Justin Moore being out, which certainly yeah. doesn't help the cause. Of course, that means Caleb Daniels gets to start, and we're all proud of Caleb and really happy to see how well he's doing from St. Yeah. Augustine via Tulane. Yeah. Kansas, Kansas has experience. Kansas have length. It should be noted they're the only number one seed that's here. And, and yeah, if I had to pick one of the four teams, I think I'd go with the Jayhawks. Well, let, let me say this. With you and I picking the Jayhawks, you can be almost guaranteed somebody else going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
<laughs> well, we'll get Mr. Daniels' take on it and yeah, let him see if he, see if well, he has a different film. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Tick? What's really what's really strange is last night on our program, Sports Zone, and I hope you had to have you as a guest there soon. I picked yeah. Kansas as well. I just think that when I look at their team, okay, look at anything can happen in these games. You play bad, shoot the ball bad. It happened to uh, Stanford last night against UConn in the women's uh, national semifinals. UConn played well, and, and this isn't their best team. Stanford didn't play very well, and uh, they didn't take care of the ball, and they lost. You know, so, uh, but I look at Kansas, and the thing that I look at is what they have 31 or 32 wins, and their strength of schedule was two in the country. Mm-hmm. So they haven't exactly backed into this thing. And, um, you know, and I think they're an elite offensive team, and they're a great rebounding team. Yeah. And they've got four seniors. So to me, um, you know, they've got all the things that, that it takes to win something like this, and I think they've got a great chance. You know, selfishly, I'd like to see Villanova win because of Caleb Daniels. Yes. But I think it's going to be harder for them because their bench now is even shorter. Right. Well, Tick, well, that's the other that's the other thing I look at with these these two matchups is the two teams that really lack, if you want to say depth, would be the right word, would be Villanova and North Carolina. I mean, if you look at North Carolina's team, they've got five guys that score eight points or better, then it drops off tremendously. So they don't have a lot of depth uh, where the Tar Heels are concerned. Duke does have they can go eight deep, no problem, and. And the same is true of Kansas. So from a depth perspective, I like Kansas and Duke also. Well, you know, a lot of coaches this time of year think if you got eight guys, that's who you're going to roll with. You got eight, but you're going to probably play around seven. That's the mentality of most coaches this time of year. Um, And if you've got the main guys uh, that have helped bring you here, then you really don't have to go too, too deep into your bench. Um, I, I just remember Pat Riley once said, you know, have eight, play seven. And that's pretty much the mentality uh, once you get into uh, the NCAA tournament, which brings me to this point. UNO is a place my wife and I um, love. Ron Maestri gave me a chance to be a head coach when nobody else saw fit. I don't know what the heck Ron Maestri saw, but he gave me the opportunity when uh, Tommy Joe Eagles died here, uh, when we got here from Auburn. Um, But he gave me the opportunity uh, as the interim coach. I called my mom and dad and told them I was acting head coach. Uh, They want me to keep it together until uh, the end of the year, and then they're going to go on a national search for the next head coach. My mother said, look, son, you're not a Band-Aid, you're a surgeon. You go out there and perform and do the things you've been preparing for all along. And that was the only motivation I used when I became the interim and the guys bought in. And uh, I can say this, it made Ron Maestri look like a genius, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's a really good man. As yeah. are you. That's what he saw in you. He saw a man. He saw a man of character who was a good yeah. basketball coach, and and he made a great decision. And the rest is history. Man, I'll always be grateful to coach to Coach Maestri, though, 
and the people here in uh, in New Orleans. I, I've always uh, found this to be a special place. One, this is where I met my wife at, and uh, at the Final Four, we 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 sitting here celebrating the anniversary yesterday, and all the lines uh, was in line for us. Uh, but I met her at the Final Four here in New Orleans, and we ended up getting married. And uh, I couldn't married somebody that couldn't talk basketball. And she's a she know she's the coach of the coach in my family. She she thinks she can tell me what to do and how to coach. A lot of times, most most of the time, I don't listen. But every now and then, she bring a good point to the table. Huh. Sounds like Ed's household to me. So uh, believe, <laughs> believe me, I know I know who the the head coach general manager, team president, owner, and director of basketball operations is. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you know who that is, you're okay. You're in good yeah, shape. I'm all right, Coach. You bet. Yeah. Ed? Coach, what about um, the whole Duke-North Carolina dynamic? North Carolina beat them um, in Duke's final game for Coach K at Cameron. But they also lost to Duke by 20, and they lost to Kentucky by 29. Tell, tell, me, tell me what I should believe there. Well, one, I grew up in ACC country. I'm originally from a place called Danville, Virginia. So you watch ACC basketball every, every Saturday. And so I know how deep that rivalry is between uh, Carolina and Duke. Uh, I'm not sure where y'all went to school, but if you take your rivalry at uh, against the people you played against, you can double that about two or three times, and that's what you get in Duke and Carolina. A lot of bad blood, uh, but I think when the Carolina lost to Duke, um, that was a learning curve from for uh, Coach Davis. Uh, coach K is a veteran coach; uh, he's crafty, um, and he took a advantage of a chance opportunity, but he taught a young coach how to grow up and, and develop as a coach. Uh, I think the Carolina became more uh, prepared when they played them the second time at, at in Durham. And then when uh, I think this is going to be not really going to be in the hands of the coach as much. The players are going to determine um, in their preparation People don't underestimate just how important players' attention to detail and attention to scouting reports is. But by now, the two coaches know what each other's going to do. They know each other. The players play against that, played against each other enough to know exactly uh, personnel, who can do what, who goes strong getting downhill, who's strong um, with spot-up jumpers, uh, who you need to make sure uh, you stop in transition. Both teams is, is really good in transition. But now it's going to come down to executing offensively, making sure you minimize bad shots, minimize turnovers, lost possessions. And uh, I think that the team with the stronger desire and that minimize uh, mistakes are going to win this ball game. Uh, but I, I get it advantage to the old veteran coach and Coach K today because I, I really think that he's a master uh, in preparing for crunch time. He's been there a number of times and not taking anything away from Coach Davis, but I think uh, 
tonight pretty much is going to belong to Duke. You're going to see the who's who of, of basketball with a bunch of alumni from Carolina, a bunch of alumni from uh, Duke, former players. Uh, they're going to be in this city. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see a Michael Jordan sighting somewhere mm-hmm. in New Orleans. But um, it's just going to be a matchup, the ultimate matchup today. Yep. But uh, I, I got to get an edge to Duke because of Coach K and his experience and being uh, his last rod, the players are going to probably just give everything, leave everything on the court today. This is a scary proposition because we – we're agreeing on everything. Uh, Chick, can you can you stay with us for uh, another segment so we can get your comment on Absolutely. your book too? Can you? All right, hang on for one second. We've got to take a brief time out. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Three Tailgater Show continues with Ed and Ken following this brief time out here on 1061 FM Nash Icon. 1061 Nash Icon on the streets and on your radio live on location. What's going on, everybody? It's Chase Adams. I am broadcasting live from the Tractor Supply Company store over in Picayune, Mississippi. For over 80 years, they've helped folks out here live that lifestyle. And I tell you what, with over 2,000 stores across the nation and convenient shopping online, their website, tractorsupply.com, is always a convenient way to shop. They've got everything in this store that you need for life out here. Apparel, fencing, tools, automotive, pet products, outdoor equipment. I mean, you don't have to have a green thumb to come here. There's everything you need for yard ornaments. There's stuff for pets, for livestock, anything you need out here, they've got it. Power tools, uh, let's see, pet food, hardware, lawn, it's just too much to mention. So come on out and see us. We're at the uh, Tractor Supply Company store over in Picayune. It's uh, Highway 43, 2320 Highway 43, just off I-59 in Picayune. It's Chase Adams broadcasting live at 1061 Nash Icon. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. Many times during these last few years, it's been quite easy for all of us to be discouraged at times. (laughs) Boy, I can tell you about that. But one thing I have learned, there is an answer that will keep us strong during trying times. This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. In one of the parables, Jesus tells the story of a seed that was planted into soil. And he said, and immediately the evil one came to steal that seed. Well, as you read it a little bit further, you realize the seed is the word of the Lord. Hebrews 4 tells us the word of the Lord is quick, powerful, and sharp. That's the key. That's the secret. And during these trying times, I don't see how we can survive without the word of the Lord in our hearts. Protect the word. Read the word. Stay in the word. That will keep you strong. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We start at 10 o'clock. We're at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. Check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries. Join us at LifeGate, where the priority is the word. 
top service. Locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dobbs, Ram, Fiat, Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. 2022 is the year for that diamond upgrade. Time to go from a one carat to a two carat, or a two carat up to a four or five carat. It's true, going bigger is in, but that doesn't mean you have to overpay or compromise on quality. Diamonds Direct is your best destination for large, unique, and rare diamonds. These are exquisite, hand-picked precious diamonds from two carats to 20 carats, in all shapes, independently graded by the GIA. These diamonds have all been chosen for maximum brilliance. Best part, Diamonds Direct's stunning large diamonds are sourced from the best ethical diamond cutters around the globe, purchased exclusively for our showroom and free from any broker or middleman upcharges. This means you can go bigger with the confidence that you're getting the highest quality at the best possible price nationwide. You see, at Diamonds Direct, we're more than just another jewelry store. We're the nation's true diamond experts with unrivaled selection, uncompromising standards, and unbeatable value. Let us prove it today with your diamond upgrade. Diamonds Direct. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside Gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME just tuning in we're just getting started with the three tailgaters show on 1061 nash icon nashfm1061.com and through crescentcitysports.com what are you waiting for call 504-260-1061 now back to ken trahan and ed daniels as we visit with coach tick price we've discussed uno and the final four tick before we get into your book i wanted to also get a major plug-in and we've done it before and we've had him on Stacey Hollowell many times, but Loyola winning a national championship on the NAIA level. A phenomenal season for the Wolfpack. And you probably got a little bit of wind of that early on this season when they <laughs> went over to Lakefront Arena and beat the Privateers. That's a heck of a basketball team. It's a heck of an accomplishment. And that's a heck of a job by Stacey Hollowell. You know, uh, and watching them play against uh, UNO, um, probably the first two to three minutes, I had a feeling that game was going to be a very close game. Uh, one, the Loyola kids playing against a Division One team, their kids were going to be up for that game. It was going to be like a Super Bowl to those kids. And uh, Coach Hollowell did a good job of making sure they were well prepared, they played with discipline. This guy's a Division One coach. 
And I'm surprised some athletic directors have not seen how well oh, he coaches his team, the relationship he has with his players. Uh, they play hard for him. Um, but not taking anything away from University of New Orleans, but you know, players came out a little bit sluggish. Uh, and I think after they got hit, in the, you know, Mike uh, Mike Tyson once said, everybody's got a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Well, <laughs> uh, Loyola kids hit you and those kids in the mouth early, and uh, you and those kids didn't get off the mat. And uh, that was, I think, a defining moment, moment for Loyola's program once they got that Division One win. I think that psychologically gave them a psychological boost and helped them um, make them feel like they can beat anybody in NAI basketball if they can beat a Division One team. And at that point, for them to have a collective will the way their kids did, I followed them the rest of the year after they beat UNO, and they really made a statement uh, during the basketball season. I'm so happy for Stacey Hollowell, and I hope that uh, they can continue to uh, have the success in, in future years. But Coach Hollowell is a heck of a basketball coach. Yeah, great season to be certain. Okay, Ed, so we've got a, we've got a really fine coach here, fine gentleman, a fine analyst, on our University of New Orleans basketball games here on 106.1 FM. And we've also got an author on our hands. All right. So tell us all about that, Tick. Well, you know, for years, I, my players like my pregame speeches. And so um, I'm big on inspiring and motivating my players. Every day I give them a motivational saying, and we talk about it before practice, what it means. Uh, but – uh, I had a lot of spare time on my plate. When you're a fired coach, you don't have, you know, you sit around, you think about, okay, what should I do next? And so uh, I had the opportunity to visit with uh, Coach Schlesinger and Tim Duncan. Um, and I talked to them about how can I get involved with uh, the basketball program. And I told them I'd like to do some analyst work, color analyst work, because I've done it before. Um, and so they said, man, I'd love for y'all you to be a part of our broadcast with Jude Young. And I, I, Jude and I met, went to lunch, and right away we were like brothers, man. We had good chemistry. And, and so um, I decided to go ahead and get into broadcasting. But then I decided to do a book. And the name of my book is called Locker Room Talk. And uh, people, a lot of people don't know what goes on behind the scenes with a college basketball team. So it, it really is to enlighten uh, the fans, but also to help young aspiring coaches that's coming up to know kind of uh, what to look for, uh, what's out there. I got kind of chapters on coaches are hired to be fired, uh, kind of give them a, the average fan uh, what goes on behind the scenes in the locker room. Uh, the locker room is like a player sanctuary. It's a place where men build camaraderie and conversations range from sex, from parties, hot women, uh, who's who in basketball, and oftentimes a bunch of rhetoric and opinions about nothing. And then you have a, the locker room lawyer. 
he's the guy pretty much uh, controls the locker room. Uh, he's the negative guy who can bring your team, can bring a counselor in your locker room. And, of course, you know, counsel will spread. And so uh, you got to have some real leaders, real strong people in that locker, locker room. Uh, but uh, the locker room is, is, is a private place. It's not for public knowledge. And I'm not spilling all the tea what's going on, but I'm giving people uh, some information that they, I think they'll find very interesting. Awesome stuff, and it's going to be a, a good read, I think, for everybody to make sure they have a chance to check out. Ed, a final thought or two with Coach Price. Well, you know, I've got, I've got my favorite Tick Price saying. You ready? Okay. A setback is nothing but a setup for a comeback. <laughs> hey, I had guys, man, I talked to my players from time to time. They could come up with stuff that I don't even remember. And that's a good well, one you just gave. Coach, I, told, coach uh, I got a bunch of them. My brain is still <laughs> functioning, okay? And I can go back there to that time very easily. And that, that, was, one of my, that was one of my favorite tickisms. It's true. Yeah, well, I appreciate you remembering. I'm glad you remember uh, those times were good times. We lost a game. I can remember you interviewed me, and uh, we come off a loss. Everybody was down. And one of your first questions you had asked me, said, all right, how do you bounce back from this loss? And that just clicked. It just came out. I, I don't even know if I'm smart enough to even remember uh, <laughs> word for word. But you, Oh, you're you really, smart enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you did a good job remembering that quote, though. That was oh, pretty yeah. good, man. It's, it's, it's amazing when you go back through the years, the things that you uh, remember and uh, about different things in different situations. And uh, Coach, we had a lot of fun in those days, buddy. It yes, was a we great did. Time. It was a great yeah. time. It was, it was really a fun time for me in, in, in my career all these years. Uh, to be around you when you were coaching that team. It was a blast. Well, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed and really the relationship we had with you and Ken both were uh, doing some good times, they, times I always remember. I got you and know in my book uh, and how that one time, I don't know if you remember this, and I know you guys got to go, but we lost. We were in a tournament in San Francisco. And we we came in second place, and we were riding over the San Francisco Bay Bridge. And I told the bus driver to pull the bus over. And he said, "Coach, I can't pull over. We got no place to pull over." I said, "Find a damn place." He pulled the bus over on the San Francisco Bridge. I was real highly competitive at that time. I told the players, "Get off the bus, every one of you." And then my wife looked at me. I said, "You too." We got off the bus, and I took the trophy and threw it over in the San Francisco Bay. Oh, my. And, uh, yeah, we got we got back on the bus. I said, this is what I think of second place. And then that was a defining moment in the season. We ended up winning the Sunbelt Conference tournament. But they got the message. Why be happy with second place? Number one is not reserved from any other team. It's reserved for you, too. And those guys really stepped it up. And the only thing about that, when we got back from San Francisco, Ron Mason wanted to know where the trophy was. (laughs) (laughs) It's somewhere floating down the river, (laughs) Mason. 
Uh, well, well, I think funny. he probably he probably excused you because the motivational <laughs> tactic clearly paid off. So it's all good. I think we need to we need to go on an excavation trip to the San Francisco Bay. See if we can come up with. Yeah, so, yeah, see if we can come um, up with that thing, huh? It's yeah. a great great story, and of course one of the great memories. Look, that was a it was a wonderful program. I started doing UETO games in 1982, and and I started covering the program in 1978, and. And just enjoyed every moment of it. Some wonderful people involved. Ron Maestri was, was of course, the, uh, the pinnacle of it all for so many years yeah. with baseball and as the athletic director. But just a wonderful run. Uh, Ron Green established a heck of a program. Uh, and yeah. Don Smith did a nice job. And Benny Dees was such a wonderful person. And Tim Floyd did a great job. And Tick Price did a great job. Joey Stiving did a nice job. And Monty Tao did a solid job. And, you know, look, Mark Schlesinger's doing a solid job now. This is a program that... Deserves more attention. We hope it happens. And Ed and I both have deep ties to it and care very much. And you're a big part of it, Tick. And we really appreciate the time. I hope people get a chance to check out the book. And listen, God bless you and yours. And look forward to visiting again soon. And let's enjoy that Final Four. Man, I appreciate you having me on, man. I look forward to get, seeing you guys real soon. All right, Tick. Okay, Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Coach Tick Price. All right, we'll take a time out here. When we return, we'll start the conversation on the Pelicans. That's a really good story. And we'll take your calls as we continue. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Three Tailgater Show continues in a moment here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. For 15 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field of high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field at the Caesar Superdome during the 2021 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Saturday night, December 18th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. I got to tell you, the Ford F-150 and I, well, we're kind of like family. Ford's the number one selling truck in America for 42 years, and Lamarck's the number one Ford dealer. So come get your number one truck from your number one dealer, Lamarck Ford, where everybody gets remarkable deals and service. And wait till you see what we've done and still doing to the big store in Kenna. We're using local money, not Wall Street money. Visit Lamarck.com for more details. Drive safely, my friends. Number one claim based on 2018 new Ford vehicle retail sales report Memphis Region Zone E. The next time you walk into your Picayune Tractor Supply Store, you're going to find more than you're expecting. They've made some major upgrades and enhanced your entire shopping experience, all to help you get the most out of life out here. During the grand reopening sale, find huge savings store-wide. Plus, Neighbors Club members will earn double points on every purchase made during the sale. You're going to like what you see, like a brand new garden center. From flowers to vegetables, tools to containers, rakes to raised beds, your Tractor Supply Garden Center is home to an expanded assortment of products and plants for all your gardening and landscaping needs. You'll also find a new apparel department, an expanded feed and food selection, and a broader tool assortment. Stop by the grand reopening sale of your Picayune Tractor Supply Store at 2320 Highway 43 South, Wednesday, March 30th through Sunday, April 3rd. Tractor Supply, everything you need for life out here. 
Family owned and operated by a great local family, Bergeron Automotive at 3525 Veterans Boulevard in Metairie has the right vehicle at the right price at precisely the right time for you. From outstanding newly designed 2021 Dodge, Jeep, Ram, or Chrysler products, Bergeron Automotive has what you are looking for. Check out our expansive inventory at bergeronchryslerjeep.com or call 504-321-4217. To experience our idea of luxury, visit Bergeron Volvo on Vets in Metairie or online at bergeronvolvo.com today. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to 300 dollars this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus, the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help and give you your time back. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NolaCumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. This just in, the New Orleans Pelicans are poised to make the postseason in the Western Conference. They certainly looked the part of a team that is heading in that direction, and they certainly did last night as well. Stayed up, watched the game from start to finish as the New Orleans Pelicans won at Los Angeles over the Lakers, 114-111. Absolute thriller. This game had like a 1,000 ties and lead changes back and forth. Neither team led by more than six points throughout the whole game. It was that type of game. It was an absolute playoff atmosphere in the stands and on the court where teams played incredibly hard. The Lakers brought unbelievable energy and guarded like crazy in this game. But the Pelicans showed grit, toughness, and maturity to find a way to win this game. C.J. McCollum, 32 points. Brandon Ingram at 29. Jonas Valanciunas had his 50th double-double of the year, including a gigantic three when it mattered most. The three stars did it when it mattered. Valanciunas hit the big three to tie it. Brandon Ingram hit the jumper to put them ahead. Valanciunas hits two more big free throws. And then McCollum hits two free throws. And then, of course, at the buzzer, LeBron James misses a three-pointer, airballs it with unbelievable pressure from both Herb Jones and Larry Nance Jr. And this was a heck of a win. Uh, First of all, the Lakers were desperate. Desperate in the sense that they brought back Anthony Glass Davis, who hadn't played since February 16th with his sprained foot. Somehow he found a way to play against the guys with New Orleans on their chest. And then LeBron James had missed 
the two previous games with a sprained ankle suffered against the Pelicans last Sunday, but he found a way to get on the floor. And that's how desperate they were, the Lakers, in this game. They played it like it was a playoff game at home, and they still couldn't beat the Pelicans. Uh, this was quite a win for New Orleans, Ed. Yeah, it was. It was a great win, Kenny. And I got to tell you, and I, I know I've, I've said this before, but it's, it's great to see the Lakers in the toilet. I can't think of a better place for them. I, it's just absolutely perfect. And, um, you know, I just – I think it's great. I, I love it. I, I love to see them, um, you know, in this kind of situation. I think, I think they, they get what they deserve. I'm all over that. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I just found it so fun to watch this happen last night. I, I mean, first of all, let's go back to what happened – Yesterday morning, I don't know if you're aware of it, but the Pelicans went to their shoot-around yesterday morning at the arena, Crypto.com Arena, and the lights were out the whole time, Ed. The lights were out the whole time. There was no power outage, so you can draw your own conclusion. Hmm. And then when the Pelicans won, won the game, Willie Green pumped his fist and showed as much emotion as I've seen him show all year long. And then in the post-game press conference, he mentioned it. He said, we were motivated by the fact that the lights were off during our shootout. If you're going to tell me that that wasn't intentional, you didn't have a power outage, you know the schedule of when the opposing team's coming in, how can the lights be off? Well, I mean, you know, I think one of the things that needs to happen there is uh, that's something that the league has to address. Agreed. Okay? If, you, if you want to talk about uh, doing things the right way, I mean, I, I think that's – that's that's one of the things that the league needs to address to to be in that situation. But, you know, as I've said before, I, I think I can think of no organization in the in the in the country that deserves to be in the toilet more than they do. And I hope they stay there Well, you're watching the game and Anthony Davis is getting into it with a fan during the game. That fan, by the way, was wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey and that fan got escorted out. So there's that. If you want to call that rabbit ears, feel free to do so. Meanwhile, Russell Westbrook, who can't throw it into the ocean from 10 feet, makes a couple of three-pointers in succession, you know, early fourth quarter, and he starts talking trash to the Pelicans bench. I mean, not once, but continuously. The whole time, talking trash. Mm-hmm. And all I can tell you is this, this bunch is not fun to watch. They're a classless bunch. The way Anthony Davis left New Orleans was classless. He's never tried to make amends for the organization that, that gave the start to his career and where he was the absolute star and treated incredibly well. Uh, not, even, not even an acknowledgement other than his idiocy and how he departed. So I have no zero sympathy for this team. Look, LeBron James is a great player. I've given him credit forever and a day, and he deserves it. He's fantastic. He had 36 in the first three quarters, 21 in the third. I think that took something out of him. He only had two in the fourth quarter. But he complains about virtually every call, and he gets almost every call. And they're not a team to like or pull for. Russell Westbrook's not that guy. Davis is not that guy. You know, James is a great player, but it wears on you a bit. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a dysfunctional team. It looks like they're not going to make it. They're not out of it yet, but I wonder about Davis and James and how much they're going to play. 
I just think they wanted to play last night, really. So I don't know. We'll see yeah. the Spurs. Spurs have won six of eight. They've now got a game lead on the Lakers. They're two behind the Pelicans. So I'm not sure what happens, but I'm like you. Uh, I know you're not a Greg Popovich fan, but I'm pulling for San Antonio. Uh, you know, I, on the one hand, I'd love to see the Lakers get in and the Pelicans get them at home and whip them. But on the other hand, I'd rather see them sit home. Because, by the way, there's a draft pick involved there from the Lakers' perspective with the Pelicans that's factored into this too. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, um, the thing about Anthony Davis is I, when, when Baron Davis and Chris Paul left here, I pulled for those guys. Okay, I hope they did well, especially Chris Paul. And, um, no doubt. And then to turn around and say that he doesn't dress himself. I mean, yeah. look, you, you don't have veto power over which shirt you wear if somebody else yeah. puts on. I mean, that was, such a, that was such an asinine comment, okay? And, it was. But, but you got a bunch of people around him who enable him. But look, Anthony Davis will never be a leader. He'll always be a follower, all right? And, and I can tell you, Kenny, and, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I just think that he's not perceived as a championship-type player around basketball. Do you agree? I agree with that. Even I mean, though he's won one. Look, yes. Anthony Davis has won an NCAA championship and he's won an NBA championship. But I think it's fair to say that he is not perceived as a championship-type player. And he's a, he's a follower. He's not a leader. It's as simple as that. C.J. McCollum has now had eight 30-point games since he joined the Pelicans, which is remarkable. He's been terrific. I mentioned Valanciunas, 50 double-doubles, second in the league to Nikola Jokic. That's remarkable. Brandon Ingram was a stud last night. He always plays that way against the Lakers, by the way, and makes them remember who they had. He averages like right at 25 a game against the Lakers, and he made them pay again last night, and he was huge. Look, uh, James had a, a big game, but, but you still got to give Herb Jones a lot of credit. He had to guard that guy the whole night. It took a lot out of him, but he gave you everything he had, and uh, the kid's a really good player, and obviously Larry Nance Jr. has helped since he's joined the ship. Alvarado's been a lightning rod off the bench, really uh, an effort guy that's really played well for this team. Trey Murphy had been very good. He didn't contribute last night, but he'd been very good over the past five games. You know, I, the guy that really hasn't been that guy with any consistency is Devontae Graham. And we're seeing more of Alvarado in crucial situations playing over Graham. And, you know, that's to Willie Green's credit. You know, he's going to play the guys that give him the best chance to win, regardless of stature or, or experience in the game. And, again, there's so much to like about Green. And like I said about Willie Green, one of the things that – you note about him is how calm he is, uh, and I think that rubbed on his players. Uh, he's collected, calm, poised, but he showed emotion last night. I know he had to bite his lip during the game with some of the stuff going on. Two flagrant fouls called against the Pelicans in that game. One of them, I think, was legit. The other, I don't think it was. But, you know, again, you're facing the Lakers. You think you're going to get those calls? Uh, and they even put an extra second on the clock for the Lakers later on, which didn't make any sense either. Uh, so, I mean, I could go on and on. You got to overcome a lot when you beat those dudes, and, and they did, and nothing gives you more pleasure than watching that happen. And, and again, I mean, Anthony Davis is a heck of a player, but he's never going to be an elite player because, as you mentioned, he has no leadership skills or capabilities, None. nor does he want to be. He's a really good player. 
He expanded his shooting range when he was in New Orleans. He's really improved his free throw shooting. He can rebound the ball. He can block shots. Uh, he's got all the, everything you need, but he's always going to be, you know, Robin to Batman. No matter where he's at, no matter what he does, and if you, if you listen to LeBron James, maybe Davis will be the only dude in L.A. in the near future because it sounds to me like James wants to get out of there if he can because he sees that that franchise has no future. They can't win. I mean, right. their roster stinks. They're old. Westbrook is, is a shadow of what he was. Howard's a shadow of what he was. Anthony's a shadow of what he was. James is remarkable at his age, but for how long can he sustain that? So, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Davis ends up being the only in Los Angeles. Where's LeBron going? New York? Who knows? I mean, the whole Cleveland thing is still there. You never know. I mean, the whole thing about him wanting to play with his son. First of all, is his son good enough to play in the NBA? There's that, right? Does it matter? So, Does it matter if his son's good enough to play in the NBA? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So, uh, but yeah, there's that. And then there's, he's going to try to go where he can create the roster himself, dictate and, and try to win. I take nothing away from him, okay? He's done it. Uh, you know, with Cleveland, he's done it with Miami, he's done it with the Lakers. I mean, you can't deny his greatness and the success that he's had, uh, but he's also pretty much dictated every situation. And Lakers are in the position they're in right now because he dictated. He wanted Anthony Davis, and they gave up tremendous assets to do it. Hey, remember that whole, that whole trade situation? You and I must have talked about it forever on this show. And we had a caller, maybe two, that were all over us about you know, they blew it. They should have gotten Kuzma. And I said at the time, I'd rather have Ingram. He can shoot the basketball and stretch the floor. And I know you back me up on that. Uh, how does that look now? Clearly, they got the right guy in Ingram rather than Kuzma. Well, I think you look at Ingram. Ingram was always um, a guy who had a chance to be an elite offensive player and could really score. Uh, I don't, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just... I don't know. I don't know how people arrive at what they arrive at. I, I, mm-hmm. have, I have no clue. I, you know, I, I don't know. I yeah, mean, and, I, and by the way, we had the long conversation over and over again about Lonzo Ball, too. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's hurt, and he's been out forever with the Bulls. He was playing pretty well, but the Pelicans were better off without him. There's no way that you should have paid that guy major max money. No way. I don't care what well, he does in pay, Chicago. I don't, I, I don't think, you know, for, for his box score – I don't think you can pay somebody twenty million a season. All right. No. I, no. I just, I just don't think. And that, and and for a for a team that's not going over, this is an organization. Mm-hmm. It's a small market NBA team. They're not going over the tax no. in all likelihood. And let me say one thing about Kuzma. He's had a good year. He's he's averaging seventeen points and eight. He's rebounds. a good player. And and three point five assists. He's done a he's done a very, very nice job uh, for Utah. Okay. But you know what? Look, let's 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 be honest. I mean, you know, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram. I, I think you've seen Brandon Ingram uh, 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 exude some leadership skills this year. I do too. And and I think that one of the best things that happened to Brandon Ingram is that Zion Williamson isn't playing. And that ball's not here. And that I mean, I think, here. Yeah. I think both but of those I, things look, are true. But the, the fact that Zion is not playing has given him a lot. And look, I have no problem with the ball in him and McCollum's hands. 
Nope. And and if they could get one more really good player, you know, yep. the whole Zion thing, I'm over it, Kenny. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's played 85 games, and he's been here three years, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, yep. I, I'm over it, all right? I mean, I – Well, they, we both said – we both said we hope he didn't play again this year because you'll find out what you got uh, without him, and I think you're finding that out. And then if he does come back and he wants to be here and he's healthy and capable of playing, you got something special – uh, and if he doesn't, you look for the best trade you can make to enhance your assets there. Either way, I think they're in pretty good shape because of C.J. McCollum and the kind of player he is and the kind right. of leader he is. And the fact that he has bought in, he likes the city, he likes the coach, he likes his teammates, and the rest is obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, look, uh, all you got to know about a player is if you saw the love he got from the Portland people mm-hmm. when, he came, when he went back Yep. on, on – um, what was that, Thursday night or Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was special. Yes, it to was. To see how the entire organization embraced him. That's all no you doubt. need to know about a guy. There you go. First class. All right, we owe you a timeout. Second hour begins of the Three Tailgaters show in just a moment, 260-1061. Back in just a moment here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. 1061 Nash Icon on the streets and on your radio, live on location. Chase Adams, see, I am live on location. Where am I? 2320 Highway 43 South, just in Picayune, Mississippi, exit four, right off I 59. And we at the uh, Tractor Supply Store. It's their grand reopening sale going on right now. You ought to come see this store. New greenhouse. Very few stores have this, and this store has the greenhouse. Also, same day delivery service that very few stores have. In- Bring your kiddos because there's live little baby chicks out here. You like that? Then uh, check out some of the stuff they've got in the store. I mean, apparel, toys for kids. They've got stuff for hardware and lawn and garden. There's so much stuff in this store. It's unbelievable. I love it. You don't have to have a green thumb, like I said earlier. You like uh, wind chimes, yard ornaments. They've got it all out here. So come on out here and see us again. We're at the Tractor Supply Company store, 2320 Highway 43 South, just off I-59 up in Picayune. 1061 Nash Icon. Since 1935, the Allstate Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The Allstate Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Mark. Or Rommel. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make $200 to $300 
$50 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. You like a company that really stands behind its product? Well, listen to what Diamonds Direct does. Let's say you buy a diamond today for $6,000, but later on you want to trade up to a larger diamond or maybe a different shape. Diamonds Direct will give you $6,600 towards the new diamond. That's a guaranteed 10% appreciation. Let me say it again. You paid $6,000 originally, but Diamonds Direct pays you $6,600 for that same diamond when you upgrade. 10% more for the same diamond. It's Diamonds Direct's 110% upgrade guarantee, and it applies to diamond pendants and diamond stud earrings as well. You get the extra 10% on a $3,000 diamond or a $30,000 diamond. Doesn't matter. No strings attached either. You can get the 110% trade-up value regardless of the cost of the new diamond, and you can upgrade as many times as you like. Now that's peace of mind, and that's a company that believes in its product. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. I got to tell you, the Ford F-150 and I, well, we're kind of like family. Ford's the number one selling truck in America for 42 years, and Lamarck's the number one Ford dealer. So come get your number one truck from your number one dealer, Lamarck Ford, where everybody gets Lamarckable deals and service. And wait till you see what we've done and still doing to the big store in Kenner. We're using local money, not Wall Street money. Visit Lamarck.com for more details. Drive safely, my friends. Number one claim based on 2018 new Ford vehicle retail sales report in Memphis Region Zone E. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app via Alexa. We are WRKN 1061 FM Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show now. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. So happy that you've chosen to join us this morning. We always appreciate you listening and your participation at 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Before we move on from basketball, Ed, it's, it's amazing to watch what's happened at LSU. It's not a surprise, but basically every scholarship player has departed. That's not unexpected. Some people have, have really, you know, panicked about that and my response is what else would you expect two guys declaring for the nba draft and easton and days everybody else leaving well that was absolutely expected number one the coach is gone number two the program is clearly going to get hit and nobody wants to play for a program that a might not be very good and b might not be eligible for postseason honors matt mcmahon has a heck of a job on his hands 
But like Brian Kelly, he's really dipping into the transfer portal to get players to come, and he's already got four uh, that have done so. And, of course, a, a couple of them with Murray State ties. Well, you know, look, I don't think anybody can be surprised about what's happened. Um, all of these guys were Will Wade's guys to begin with, and, um, you know, they um, – they, um, <laughs> They're gone. I, 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 can't, I can't stop laughing, Kenny. I, I'm sorry. But I went in to click on the LSU men's basketball roster, and there's mm-hmm. nothing there. Nothing there, uh, yeah. On the website. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, well, that ought to explain to you what's actually uh, happening. And, but, look, I, I like Matt McMahon, uh, and I've only met him once. I went to the press conference, and th- the man has a solid reputation I don't understand why he couldn't come to LSU and do a good job. I just think it's going to take some time. And, you know, they're going to be in one of those situations where they're going to try to keep adding players and and do what they can. And I think this is one of those situations where the transfer portal is actually going to help you. Because if all of these guys left and they, they, you know, they had to bring in all kind of walk-ons and everything to play, it would be a disaster next year and I don't think next year is going to be very good but you know if they can somehow win eight or ten games and and be somewhat reasonably competitive then you know you got to give him a chance to build this program and the one thing he can sell on the flip side of what's going on here the one thing he can sell he can sell opportunity because there's going to be plenty of that without a doubt all right so on the women's side the national championship game is set. It's South Carolina and UConn. Remarkable statistic for UConn, Gino Ariyama. 11 championship game appearances, 11 titles. He's never lost in a title game, but clearly he's going to be the underdog against South Carolina. They have been the best team in the country all year long, and they are there uh, with Aaliyah Boston and company in this championship game. Got to believe uh, this is a game that is South Carolina's to lose. Well, I think so. I mean, look, I, I, I think it was an upset for UConn to beat Stanford. And, um, but they did it. And, you know, if you talk about all the wins that Gino Ariema has had in his career, if he wins this game on Sunday, then it's going to be uh, – that'll be – it might be the biggest win he's ever had, I think. Yeah, Stanford had a 24-game win streak snapped. Last night, and I agree. I mean, he lost his star player earlier in the year, uh, and they had to mitigate that, got her back. But again, South Carolina's really yeah. loaded. And you know, other- it's, it's, it's interesting, Kenny, though, when I, when I watch all these games, okay? I pull mm-hmm. for Gino Ariema, okay? And one of the reasons I do is because it's, it amazes me at how many of the female coaches in the sport hate him, okay? They, they do. Literally dis- they literally despise him, and I don't think that's being unfair. If you would have seen the handshake, I don't know if you saw that, at the end of last night's game or whatever. I, I, I had a million things going on last night, you know, as you do on a Friday night. And uh, I looked up and I saw, I saw the handshake. And I was like, ooh, that was a blow by. That was, that was a quick one. And, uh, and uh, I, I, it's, it's just amazing to me that, that – um, and um, – you know, I think I have some thoughts about that that maybe I need to keep to myself. No, I hear you. Look, he's a lightning rod in the sense that people either uh, 
have enormous admiration for him or they can't stand him. And part of that has to do with winning as much as you win. And maybe at times uh, he was a little bit arrogant. And that there's, mm-hmm. there's certainly that aspect too. And he came in and, and he had to climb the summit, no pun intended, right? And finally caught Tennessee and passed them as the top sure. program in the country. Then he's had to fight off the Notre Dame program, right? With Muffin McGraw. And now you've got, you know, Stanford, of course, was really good and still is. And then, of course, right now, South Carolina has come on to be that program with Don Staley. Speaking of which, Staley was the SEC Coach of the Year, and Kim Mulkey's the National Coach of the Year. That's pretty strange, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really different. No question about that. I thought that was uh, that was really different. But hey, that's I don't know, Kenny. I don't know what else to say. I just well, it's not it's. It's not a criticism at all because both uh, did remarkable jobs. Uh, zero argument with Don Staley and the job she's done to get South Carolina in the number one position in the country and to win the SEC. And, of course, the job that Mulkey did taking over a team that had accomplished far, far less with most all of the same players to get where they got was a tremendous accomplishment. So understood, but that's kind of a strange look when the Associated Press votes Mulkey is the National Coach of the Year, and she didn't even get her conference's Coach of the Year. So pretty interesting uh, stuff. Well, I don't think I, – I think that uh, what it tells you is, and I know this is kind of a generalization, but I think she's more respected. I think there's a lot of coaches in the SEC that, frankly, are, uh, are very circumspect about her being in the league. Because I yeah, think I, I, I think they understand the, yeah. power, the power shift is getting ready to happen, and they don't like her, and they don't like that. Yeah, I think that, look, she's a lightning rod also because she'll speak her mind and say what she thinks, and that's going to rub some people the wrong way. But I love honest people, so I have zero problem with that at all. All right, it's 260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Joe's in Mandeville. Joe, good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you left out that Gino is a dirty recruiter, too. I know he's good. Well, well, how many of how many of them are, Joe? Joe, yeah. come on. Joe, I'm just seriously. saying. Joe, let record. me tell you what, Joe. Joe, if Texas wants to be successful in the SEC, they need to recruit dirtier. Okay, that's all I can say. I'm looking well, ahead to 2024, 2025, and look, I'm just I'm just getting that out front with you right now. All right, two and a half years or a year and a half or whatever before it happens. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it, it was no secret. Look, it was no secret. He came out on national TV and called Pat Summit the Darth Vader of college basketball. And that was uncalled for. And he did that specifically to round up recruits. Okay. And uh, like you said, he's a lightning rod and he, he holds no bar and Mulkey's the same way. Okay, Mulkey's a little bit more questionable than, than not Gino, but Gino's just outright direct about his recruiting, and he will bitch and moan and complain about how he's always not getting the, the recruit he wants because they're lying about him. And it's, it's, it's an out-and-outright, you know, and I'm telling you, and they feel that way about Mulkey in the SEC. So... Why, don't you think Mulkey should have been the SEC Coach of the Year? Oh, no question. 
Yeah. Without question. Okay? There's a reason why she didn't get it. So, and now she's a national. That's why I like, see, this is what I like about her, is that the fact that she's going to be upfront about it. Okay? Absolutely. Uh, you totally know, and, uh, and again, you know, she was caught in a, she was caught doing the same thing over in Texas, and she made Baylor a powerhouse without question. Okay? And her coaching skill is something to be thought of, okay? She is good at what she does, okay? So, yeah, she should have been the SEC Coach of the Year. Let me bring on this Final Four thing. It's unfortunate to see what's going on at LSU. It's even more unfortunate to see North Carolina, Duke, and Kansas all doing the same damn thing, and they're in the Final Four, okay? It's just I just can't. You know, I know it's a blue blood Final Four, and everybody is in. This is going to be good TV. I guarantee you that. But you got to know, sitting in the back of your mind, what the hell they were doing to get the recruits, and they didn't get punished for it. And then LSU is being drugged through the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now you can record that. You're never ever going to see me defend LSU like that. But it's un- it's just wrong. It really is because that program is in. It is a dumpster fire now, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, look, uh, it's not going to be good. Uh, I think the coach knew that when he came here. But yeah. also, it is a Power 5 job. He was leaving a nine-Power 5 job, and he's making five times what he made before, six times yeah. what he made before. So he understands, and I'm sure that, you know, this is the best situation for him possible. And people yeah. would say, why would you say that? And here's why. How much expectation is there next year? Zero. And he's earning $3 million a year? Yeah. Zero expectation, giant paycheck. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. What, he can and, wake up and have a cup of coffee knowing that he can, you right. know. Right. Yeah. So what he's – and plus he's working for an athletic director who hired him and wants yeah. him to succeed – so he's going to get the time that it takes to get the job done correctly. And I'm not saying he's not in a hurry. He's not competitive, and he doesn't want to win. I think he wants to do all of those things. But he, he understood the situation that he's in. The university understands it. They're paying him very well. He's going to get all the resources he needs. And if he gets his brains beat in for a year or two, well, that's the way it goes. Yeah, year three has got to show progress. I agree, Joe. Joe, you and I actually agree on something. Kenny, can you mark that down? <laughs> mark it I, down. I, I'm making a note of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll let y'all go enjoy the final four. Bye. All right, buddy. Joe. Thank you. Appreciate it, Joe. Look, uh, that's going to be the case when you got these kind of programs coming here. I think the only one that doesn't have those negative thoughts from a lot of people or the hostility from a lot of fans around the country is Villanova. I don't think anybody feels that way about them. But, look, Kansas cheated outright. I mean, what they did was very serious, okay? And, and where is Bill Self? He's still coaching, doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Arizona coach got run out. Mm-hmm. You know, North Carolina and Roy Williams with the academic scandal mm-hmm. swept it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Duke, uh, you know, a minor violation, level three violation back in 2019, 
which was minor. Since then, there's been the accusations about Zion Williamson. Nothing that has come to the forefront yet. Yeah. as being true. And uh-huh. until it does, you can't indict a program or a coach for that. To have a level three violation you know, in 30-plus years is, is a pretty clean record. I'll say that whether you like or loathe Mike Krzyzewski. So if you want to put them in that, in that boat, too, with the others, go right ahead. But I thought North Carolina got a real break when Williams was there. And I think Kansas has gone beyond getting a break, frankly. And I've got nothing against any of those programs. And as I said earlier, it's great for our city that you got these massive programs here with incredible followings. But uh-huh. do I think that there, there's different treatment? Look, we've heard this from LSU fans throughout this whole Will Wade process. And as I wrote and I've said many times, you know, you can't play the blame game and you can't play the comparison game. You can compare, but if you have broken the rules in severe fashion, you deserve what's coming to you. And that happened at LSU. And it wasn't just one violation. So there is zero uh, argument where that's concerned from my perspective. If you want to make the argument that Kansas got off, you, you can make a very good argument. You want to make the argument that North Carolina got off, you can make a good argument there. So mm-hmm. all those things are applicable, and that's why there's consternation uh, in college basketball about the Blue Blood programs as compared to the others. I agree. I agree, Kenny. And, uh, you know, look, that's the one thing about the college game. Every once in a while, you'll get new blood. But in basketball and football, let's be honest, it's the same people winning every year. Am I right? Well, for the most part, that's accurate, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, look, it's, you know, you know what, look, you, everybody talks about what a great league the SEC is and, and football. And I, and I get it. All right. I, I get it. I understand that. But tell me how many how many organizations in the SEC really have the opportunity to win the league championship? Well, we've had that discussion yeah. over and over again, and we know the programs. Right. It's about to grow because you're adding Oklahoma and Texas to right. the others that are obvious, which are, of course, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, uh, right at the top of the heap. And then certainly Florida, when if they get it right, uh, is in that mix. No doubt about that. And maybe in Auburn every once in a while. Occasionally in Auburn, but they're in a total mess right now. So, yeah, those are that's it. You wouldn't say that about any other SEC program. You know, Tennessee is making progress. They were once a national championship program, but they're not there yet. Beyond that, with all due respect to the Mississippi schools, they're, they haven't been a threat. In that regard, Vanderbilt certainly isn't a threat. South Carolina certainly isn't a threat. Missouri certainly isn't a threat. Texas A&M, what have they done? You know, we're gonna uh, we're gonna continuously hear about them, and and of course they had the fantastic recruiting class this year, which of course had nothing to do with NILs. Remember that. Uh, but what have they ever done? I mean, I I just say that out loud. John David Crow was 19, what, 57, 58. So uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I just, can A&M be that kind of program? I think they have a chance, but you're right. I think annually there's three to four that really have a chance. In a given year, two certainly do. And in, any, in a really good year, maybe three do. But now you add Oklahoma and Texas, and maybe that number grows. So, yep, uh, it's, it's that conference in football and in basketball, the 
These blue blood programs are there. And with regard to New Orleans, to draw fans, you couldn't have had a better draw than this unless you had a Kentucky, realistically. Mm -hmm. If you look at fan support around the country, I don't know that anybody has more passionate fans or more fans than these schools that are coming here, with the possible exception of a Kentucky, maybe an Arizona, maybe a Michigan or Michigan State, but very few others. So you got a great draw here, which is good for the city, good for the region. So from that perspective, happy about it. The haters will hate, and that's their prerogative. So, and when it comes to Duke, North Carolina, it, it's choosing sides. Uh, you can't like both. You either like one and hate the other, or you hate one and like the other. I mean, that's just the way it goes with that particular rivalry. But blue is the color. All four teams' primary color is blue. It depends on what your shade is. And, of course, we'll have full coverage at CrescentCitySports.com of the Final Four as Ed Will on WGNO. So looking forward to see what happens in those games. We're going to talk football still to come, coming up next, in fact. And we'll touch on college baseball later on as well. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 to join in the conversation. And we're back following this brief time out here on the 3 Gator Show on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and at Nash FM, 1061.com. 1061 Nash Icon, on the streets and on your radio, live on location. Hey, it's Chase Adams, still broadcasting live out here, 2320 Highway 43 South up in Picayune. Just right off 559, I got the manager here with me, Emmeline. Emmeline, tell us what's going on here today. Um, we are having our grand opening for our greenhouse. We have plants. We have um, just about every vegetable plant you can think of. And now we're selling our live baby chicks and ducks, too. Uh, the kids love that. you you got just about everything in this place. I love this place. Yeah, it's everything for life out here. So if you live off the beaten path, that's where you're going to find everything you need. Right. Well, I like I love that, man. I'm going to have to come shopping out here when we wrap this up, man. I'm enjoying myself. So, yeah, come on out and see us. Again, we're at the Picky and Tractor Supply Store. It's the Grand Reopening, 2320 Highway 43 South, just off I-59 up in Picky, Mississippi. It's Chase Adams broadcasting live with 106.1 Nash Icon. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, and that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Top service. Locally owned. Outstanding deals. Conveniently located. Professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside Gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow, 
Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Your weekly forum for genuine substantive talk with a focus on facts and fact-based opinions. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call 504-260-1061. And a big shout-out to the Brother Martin bowling team for winning yet another state championship. You can go back and watch it at CrescentCitySports.com. It was as dramatic of a championship match as you will ever see. Literally went down to the 10th frame uh, of the final game. And for three games, Brother Martin and Catholic High were separated by two total pins. Absolutely remarkable match. Brother Martin comes through in a clutch uh, to win it over Catholic to repeat as state champions. And, and a big shout-out to our colleague, Lenny Van Gilder, whose son, sophomore Jacob Van Gilder, was the MVP of the state championship match. It was fantastic uh, for Jacob and the Van Gilder family and for Brother Martin. And hearty congratulations there. And football-wise, the New Orleans Saints, of course, marching toward the draft, which is later this month. The question is, will they make any other moves in free agency prior to the draft? They do have cap money to be able to do so. And most notable, the, uh, all the uh, murmurs and all the discussion on social media is about two former LSU players. Tyran Matthew and Jarvis Landry. We thought Matthew was out of the equation when the Saints signed Larry Sorensen, but then Malcolm Jenkins retired, which was not totally unexpected, but leaves a bit of a gap. And then, of course, at the wide receiver position, the speculation is that the Saints would invest in the draft at wide receiver. But Landry's out there. So, Ed, what about these two LSU players? Is either one a possibility? Is one more of a possibility than the other? Or are we just uh, barking up a... Uh, you know, a dead alley there in terms of considering either one. Well, I think right now in free agency, it is a buyer's not market, not a seller's market. Do you agree? I think that it probably is more of a buyer's market, yes. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if we're going to see a whole lot of movement uh, in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that a lot of teams like the Rams – they're the they're the the hot thing because they they used all their draft choices. They acquired veteran players. They've not built through the draft, and the Saints have done the exact opposite. And I don't think the Saints are going to go are going to um, deviate from their philosophy very much. And I don't think that they're going to give a lot of guaranteed money to a veteran player unless they think that player can really come in and help them. And um, and the thing with Jarvis Landry is, I think Jarvis Landry's a heck of a player, but you don't know what he's looking for. And um, I think the Saints feel like they need more speed on the edge right now, and they're going to they're going to be able to be in the position to draft that. That's my opinion. I agree with you. Uh, listen, their speed right now on the outside is Deontay Hardy, the former Deontay Harris. And 
again, he's he's small, and he got hurt last year. So the question is, uh, would you rather have him focus primarily on returning kicks where he's deadly and staying healthier, or have him out there as that take the top off the defense guy? Well, obviously, if you don't have anyone else, you've got to use him in that role as a receiver because you need that speed. But if you have someone else, then it, it does give you the luxury of being able to let him focus on the kick return game. Now, uh, that, of course, brings you back to Landry. Landry's not a speed guy. He's, you know, he's a tough guy. I mean, he's more along the lines no of Michael Thomas. He's, a, he's an over-the-middle guy, a slant guy, you know, a crossing guy, uh, a stop guy, uh, and he'll catch the ball and he'll get, take the hits and he'll, he'll move the chains. So he's a good player. But in the grand scheme of things, Traquan Smith is, is more along those lines. They brought him back. Uh, Marquez Callaway uh, is, has some speed, but he's not what you would call you know, a, a major deep threat. So my point is they already have guys that they're counting on uh, that are the, the underneath guys and the possession guys. So I agree with you. I think that the focus would be more about obtaining a speed guy. Well, I think there's probably, in all likelihood, Kenny, they're going to draft. Um, they're going to draft at least one guy, maybe two. I, I, you know, I mean, I just think that when you look at, when you look at the draft, though. You know, I, I think when they pick that, uh, Chris Olave will be on the board. Um, Traylon Burks, probably not, maybe not. Drake London, Jamison Winston, Garrett Wilson. I mean, there's a lot of – there's a – Jamison Williams, pardon me. Williams. And Garrett, yeah. Garrett Wilson. Uh, so, look, I, I just – I think that the Saints trading up to get one of those receivers is always is always a possibility. But they know that that's a that, – that, that the ability to stretch the defense is something – that they need. And look, they've also seen what's happened in the last two years in the NFL and what Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase have done. And I, I, to me, that the fact that they haven't really moved that much in this area, you know, they weren't involved in the whole um, um, Devontae Adams thing. They didn't have the money either. But what I'm saying is, is that it's a major need for them. And I think they're going to go out and fill that need. And it's, we talked about last week on the show, it is not hard to come into this league and make an immediate impact at wide receiver. The other thing that we should obviously take into consideration when you're talking about getting that speed guy is, is who's your quarterback? Your quarterback is Jameis Winston. What does he excel at? He excels at the deep ball, throwing the ball down the field. So he's really good at that. That's his best attribute. And if you don't have the personnel to do that, well, obviously that uh, kind of limits what the quarterback does best. And look, you got to give the Saints a lot of credit. I know they, they, got, they got criticized for pursuing Deshaun Watson by a lot of people. But the one thing I think they realized early on, I think once Mitchell Trubisky signed with the Steelers, they realized that the market for Jameis Winston was not as big as maybe some people thought it was. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I, I think they played it exactly right. I really do. I do too. And, and to their credit, they kept the door open with Winston. They were honest with him. And to Jameis Winston's credit, he kept the door open and was honest with them. I mean, I think they handled it the right way. 
You can argue all day whether you think the whole Watson pursuit was was a good thing or a terrible thing, and people have their own opinions, and, and I respect that. Uh, but there's obviously a reason they were pursuing that because they did their diligence and in looking into it, and they saw an elite player uh, that could be their quarterback for a decade or more. So didn't work out. Uh, they had a nice fallback plan. They got a guy that they can play with and win with, I believe. So we'll see how that manifests itself. And as far as the first round's concerned, as we've said many times, they love to trade up. So if there is that one guy that they really want and they get within three to five picks of that 18 spot, uh, don't be shocked if you see them trade up. And getting those compensatory picks gave them a little bit more uh, weaponry to be able to do so. Sure, they so got, two, they, they got two. two extra third-round picks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and a lot of people would go, you know, why in the world, why in the world would the Steelers trade for or, or sign Mitchell Trubisky? And here's – I'm not saying the guy's a good quarterback or not, all right? I'm just giving you a stat, and you can think whatever you want, all right? But here is a stat. Here is a number. His record as a starter for the Bears is 34-23. and Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone would associate the Chicago Bears right now as a quality franchise in the NFL. Would you agree? Yes. It's really the same argument with Jimmy Garoppolo. The similar similar argument, except for the fact that Garoppolo has quarterbacked a team to a Super Bowl and to an NFC championship. So yeah. the, only, uh, the only thing I'm saying is, and, you know, my former colleague, Jory Paris and I, and Jory's a, a Chicago lady, mm-hmm. and we used to always have this debate. And I told her, I said, yeah. look, Mitchell Trubisky is not nearly as bad a quarterback as a lot of you Bears people want to po- point him out to be. And, I agree. And, you know, he left, and guess what? They still have the same problems. It might not have been his fault. Yeah, stay tuned. I think that's – Accurate. Want to get your thoughts on Andy Dalton, too. But first, a call, 260-1061. Here's Kurt in New Orleans. Kurt, welcome to the show. Good morning. Guys, thanks for taking my call. How y'all doing? Fine. I, uh, man, I, you know, it's funny because Trubisky, I always bring him up and I always say one thing about him. He's gotten better over his career. <laughs> and I really like the guy. I really do. I think he's gotten better. Some people don't. I think he has, you know. My, my question is on um, two points. One of them is, yeah, I'm not real overly happy with Traquan Smith being resigned. I think we sat on this show a couple of years ago, a year ago, saying that he, you know, he hadn't made the most of his opportunities. But, you know, in saying that, you know, Callaway, you know, I just think Michael Thomas being on the field, drawing some attention, again, after a year and a half, two years, you know, maybe Callaway, he can't, maybe he can't handle a double and triple teams and, and safety, you know, eyes on so much. But I think just um, – I think Thomas, if he, you know, after a couple of years and a couple of surgeries, if he's back 80%, 90%, I think it's going to help these other guys out. I, I really do. And, and the other thing I wanted to say is um, I think I brought up Cole Beasley last week and I understand he's a possession guy. We're not going to spend a bunch of money in general, nor on the same position we already have. But Devontae Parker I brought up, and someone brought this to my attention, which I don't keep up with Twitter and all of that, but he said, I don't think Michael Thomas and Devontae get along too well. Because way back, I think there was something going on with that, that slant boy connotation. And I think Devontae Parker was, I don't know if he originated or not, but I think, I don't know if he'd be quite a fit because of the relationship maybe him and Thomas have. So I, did, I didn't realize that, but that was brought up. I don't know if you heard anything you know, on that. You know, Kurt, that's hard to believe that Michael Thomas would have a complicated relationship with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was surprised saying. to hear that, but the guy, hey, the young guy showed me on Twitter way back when. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. young I'm, guy I'm, keeps I'm, up at all, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know Kurt, yeah. Kurt that, yeah. is, that is surprising. Oh, by the way, just, just, just as a comparison to the discussion we were just having, <laughs> you know what Jameis Winston's record is as a starter? Probably better than most people think. Not really. 33 no. and 44. Oh, oh wow. Oh. 33 you know what, and 44. Yeah. You know what, though? Somebody brought up to my attention as well about him this week. Uh, a lot of people drop balls on, you know, a lot of people drop balls the last five, first five, five or six games last year. Like, you know, the wide you know, receivers, in some of these games, there were some drop passes. I mean, I understand uh, what you're saying, you know. But um, we're definitely going to draft a receiver. We're obviously not going after anybody, paying any money, you know, to, to anyone at the moment. And maybe there's no one out there. I don't know. But we've got we've to get Jamie some help. I mean, hey, the Red Rockets. The Red Rockets coming to town. I was laughing. Somebody told me that. The Red Rockets. Yeah. And you know what? He, he laid it out there. He said, hey, look, you know, this is Jamie's party. This is Jamie's thing. But the Red Rockets, during a three or four game stretch last year with Dallas, I mean, he was throwing a bunch of TDs, of course, yeah. eight or nine, seven, eight, nine games. Truth, you know, it comes into focus. But he is a guy that could get you over a hump in a couple of games, huh? Don't you think? I mean, yeah. We're, in fact, that'll be our. Next discussion after we take the break about Andy Dalton. But with regard to Michael Thomas, uh, good move yeah. by Coach Dennis Allen to go visit with him. Uh, make sure yeah. you, you you show him that you're interested. With regard to Traquan Smith, yeah, are we surprised that he's back? Yeah, I think so to a degree. Two things about him. Number one, he does block well. Uh, he needs to be on the field yeah. more, obviously. But the other, the other part of that is that the Saints have a new head coach and they have a new wide yeah. receivers coach. So yeah. there might be a yeah. different view and vision of the, as Sean Payton is always uh, affectionately calling them, the player. So I think that in this particular position, maybe those things came into consideration. Uh, we'll see. Uh, not a huge fan, but hopefully he finds a way to contribute. But we are going to talk about Andy Dalton. We got to take a break though first. Appreciate Thanks, the call, man. Kurt. Thanks. As always, two six zero one zero six one. Back in a moment uh, to continue that conversation. Getting Ken three tailgater show on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's hands and all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Mark. Or Rommel. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. DQ presents Picture this You stand before the awe-inspiring new signature stack burger menu at DQ And your mouth wonders Where have you been all my life? That's five taste-bud-tempting cheeseburgers with 100% real seasoned beef You peek at the loaded A1 stack burger with two premium sauces Then the flamethrower stack burger with tongue-tingling jalapeno bacon Then you realize moments like these are exactly why we have the DQ signature stack burger menu DQ Happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com. 
Hey, you! Ever wanted to learn a language like French or Spanish or even Norwegian but thought it'd be too difficult or time-consuming? Then try Babbel. Quick 10-minute lessons. Siesta. Babbel. Games, podcasts, even live online classes with a real teacher. Hola, clase. In no time, chatting about real-life topics will feel, well, effortless. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make $200 to $300 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Texting enrolls you in a reoccurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Men over 40. Is your body feeling softer and not as lean? Losing your energy, muscle, or sleep quality? You could be feeling the loss of growth hormone. As you age, your natural production of GH begins to significantly slow down. Here's the good news. GH Boost from Nugenics is the world's only non-prescription supplement that safely supercharges your body's GH production and helps you get a great night's sleep. Clinical studies show the ingredients in GH Boost can increase your body own GH levels more than 100%. Guys all over America are loving this product. Great product. I just started using it and I'm already seeing results. I definitely feel the difference. Much better sleep and much more energy. Guys over 40, you need GH Boost. And right now, you can get a complimentary two-week sample. Just text CHART to 321321. It's killing it at GNC, but you can only get your sample by texting CHART to 321321. That's C-H-A-R-T to 321321. Text CHART to 321-321. Erica, you bought a metal roof from Walker Metals. What made you go that route instead of shingles? I love my new roof from Walker Metals. It has added beauty and value to my home. It was installed right over my old shingles. The staff was so friendly. They walked me through the process and helped me choose the best color to match my house. This was the best decision I made. I save on my utility bills and my homeowner's insurance. If you need a new roof, think outside the shingles. Walker Metals. Metals has 12 colors to choose from with a 40-year rust warranty and Galloon Plus with a 20-year warranty against rusting. Call Walker Metals, 225-791-7791. Stop by and talk to the friendly folks or visit walkermetalroofing.com. You'll love your new metal roof from Walker. They look great, last forever, and are more resistant to wind, fire, and hail. Visit walkermetalroofing.com or call 225-791-7791 or just stop by. Walker Metals is your source for quality metal roofing. Louisiana manufactured, Louisiana Proud. Want to call an audible? Throw a flag? Call a technical? It's all good. Go for it now on a three tailgater show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now, 504-260-1061. Andy Dalton is the New Orleans Saints backup quarterback, and I think it's a solid move. I mean, I saw a few people that criticized it. I have a hard time understanding that. 
Uh, you had the role that Trevor Simeon played last year and, and did a solid job as a backup, even though he was winless as a starter. He could step in and play for you and, and play winning football. And I think Andy Dalton can still do that. And he brings experience and knowledge to the table, and he's still accurate enough. So I think that was a solid move, Ed. I do, too. I mean, the guy's thrown for, what, 35,000 yards in his NFL career. He's got a winning record as a starter. He's probably not a starter anymore. But, you know, I think he's a, um, a very solid backup. I mean, look, the Saints told you what they thought about him. They guaranteed $3 million of his contract. All right? So, you know, I think that's one of the ways, of course, they were able to attract him here. We want you to be the backup. We know that, but we value you. Here's the money. I, I, I think that's a, you know, that's a solid way of going about, going about their business. I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's good. And look, they, they've made some decisions this year. And I think that um, you look at what Dennis Allen has done. I'm not sure Sean Payton would have done the things he did this year. <clears throat> I mean, for him to come out at the owners' meetings and say, Taysom Hill's a tight end. An F back, an H back. I thought that was pretty interesting, didn't you? Sure. It's a I different mean, that, vision. That, it's a different it's a vision. Different vision. And and look, I'm not sure that Sean Payton would have pursued Deshaun Watson. And um, you know, Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen did. Uh, the Saints were criticized a lot. Oh, what what is Jameis gonna think? Well, guess what? They got Jameis under contract and they're good. They're ready to go. And um, I think what you're seeing is a coach that is thinking about things differently. And me personally, I think Taysom Hill is going to be a very good player at that position. Because here's what he's going to be able to do. Taysom Hill is going to, if he succeeds at that position, and I think he's going to, and here's why. He's a physical enough player to block well at the point of attack. Agree? Very much so. And I also think he runs so well and catches the ball so well that he's going to be a matchup nightmare for people in that position. And so sometimes you have to project what a guy can be. And I don't have any problem with them projecting Hill as that. And look, if they need him to go, come in and do the Wildcat stuff and all of that stuff, it's still in the playbook. But like Dennis Allen said, we're going to get him on the field. And, and, and I get it. And I don't have any problem with it. And I personally, you look, Taysom Hill has, has 34 receptions in his career. And if, if it's done right this year, he's going to have a lot more than that. And if you look at their team, if they're able to add speed on the outside and Michael Thomas and Taysom Hill and Troutman, I think the area, frankly, Kenny, and there's a lot of guys in that second to third round area, I think running back is a place that they better look at very carefully because you don't know what Kamara's situation is moving forward. And even if he's not suspended, and I don't have any idea how that's going to turn out. I don't think anybody does right now. Do you? I don't think so, no. No, and, and we don't know yet, okay? We just don't know. And that's the, the right thing to say. We don't know. But even if, it, even if he's not 
subject to any league discipline because of this incident in Las Vegas. What happens if Kamara gets hurt? Look at the record last year with Kamara, 9-4. and four. Without him, 0-4. Oh when he wasn't in the game, the Saints' offense came to a screeching halt. And I think they've got to find a back in that second or third round. Maybe two of them that can come in and give them some depth. Because without that, I think they're going to really be hurting. Well, I think you could say the same thing about C.J. Gardner Johnson on defense. When he doesn't play, they lose. It's a similar dynamic in terms of value right. on each side of the ball because uh, Gardner Johnson is such a dynamic player who can do a lot for you. And obviously, Kamara is the most valuable player on the offensive side of the ball. We all know he's likely, I stress likely, to miss games for this upcoming season. So, yep, that is a need area also. Offensive line is a need area. Certainly tackle, uh, you you know, with guard, with a new offensive line coach, we'll see what they can get out of Ruiz if he can develop and become the player they hoped he would be initially. So they have needs, and they're all on the offensive side of the football, no question about that. So very interesting to see just how they go about this whole draft process. I, I think if they end up with four picks or five picks that they're they're good if they can make the right choices rather than having seven picks and they've done this continuously with trades so i suspect they'll do it again and it's not just trading up in the first round it's trading up in other rounds as well to target the player they want right and you know but but again i think what we're going to see is what we're just going to we'll, we're going to see is is that I'm curious to see if the Saints draft differently with Dennis Allen as the head coach. I'm, I'm very – this is the first draft. And we all kind of – we all had a – you know, Sean Payton had – I don't want to say he was predictable, but you knew the things that he liked after being here all these years. And I'm curious to see if that changes. You know, I, I'm just curious to see if it changes. Plus, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson has grossly outperformed his contract. Would you agree? Definitely. And he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And he's 25 years old this year, you know, playing for a grossly undervalued contract. And they're going to have to re-sign him. Yeah, he's a must-keep guy. So he's more valuable than Marcus Williams. And Marcus Williams was a player they would like to have kept. But money wouldn't dictate it. But you're right, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is. When you consider... His age and where he's at in his career, he is their, I think he's their most indispensable player on defense. I mean, Demario Davis is great, but he's in his 30s. Cam Jordan's still really good, but he's in his 30s. And, you know, again, you look at all the players on the defensive side of the ball, he's the most indispensable player. There's no question in my mind that that's true. Mm -hmm. Yep, I can't disagree. You know, so again, it's going to be very interesting to see how they pursue this. They have definitive needs offensively. I do think there's a strong possibility they'll trade up, and I wouldn't be shocked if they ended up with only three to five picks by the time they're done trying to get the exact player they're looking for. It's 504-260-1061, 260-1061. One more segment to go. College baseball factors in. Stay tuned as we continue with the Three Tailgater Show on 1061 FM Nash Icon and on the web at nashfm1061.com. 
1061 Nash Icon. On the streets and on your radio. Live on location. Yep, it's Chase Adams. We're still out here. Tractor Supply Company, 2320 Highway 43 South. Hey, we're just off I-59 up in Picayune, Mississippi. We're going to be out here for a little bit longer. You need to come out and see this place. They got everything you need for lifestyle out here. I'll tell you what, everything that you need in this place, apparel, fencing, tools, automotive, pet products, outdoor power equipment, brands you trust. That's what they have here. Stuff for automotive stuff. I was walking around the store, wind chimes, anything. If you got, like I said, green thumb or you just want to decorate your yard, they've got all of that stuff out here, like yard ornaments, everything. Pet food, power supplies, hardware, lawn and garden, it's all out here. We're going to be out here a little bit longer. Again, come see us. The Tractor Supply Company is their grand reopening sale up in here in Picayune, Mississippi. Highway 2320, I mean, sorry, 2320 Highway 43 South, Picayune, Mississippi. We're just off I-59. Thank you to the manager here, Miss Emmeline, for giving us all that info. We'll be here a little bit longer. It's Chase Adams at 1061 Nash Icon. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. Conventional wisdom said we couldn't make a 400-horsepower sedan that's also a plug-in hybrid. At Volvo, we don't follow conventional wisdom. The all-new Volvo S60. Learn more at volvocars.com forward slash US. To experience our idea of luxury, visit Bergeron Volvo on Vets in Metairie or online at bergeronvolvo.com today. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside Gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. I have grown up in New Orleans. I have never really been anywhere else but New Orleans. Bill Noto has been part of the jewelry scene here in New Orleans for three decades. He thought he'd seen it all until he came to Diamonds Direct. First thing that blew my mind was the prices of diamonds. 
and I said, there's no way you can sell this diamond at this price. But Phil soon learned the prices were correct, and he had to join the Diamonds Direct team. As a jeweler for 36 years and been in New Orleans for this long, I'm amazed by the prices that we have. But it's about more than price for Bill. It's about having a selection up to 30 times a typical jeweler, the strongest warranties, higher quality, and an authentic relationship with customers. At Diamonds Direct, we educate. We teach customers what you're buying and how you're buying it. I'm able to really get immersed with the customer and to make them happy. So take it from a local jeweler and see for yourself what Diamonds Direct is all about. Diamonds Direct is the best thing that's ever happened to New Orleans. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Last chance today. Call the Three Tailgater Show at 260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. College baseball. Yesterday, series getting underway. And Xavier destroyed Texas College 39 to nothing was the final score in that ball game. Tulane got it started big in Memphis with a 16 to 3 win over Memphis in that American Conference series. Meanwhile, the University of New Orleans uh, got it done. A game heard right here on Nash Icon 1061 FM as the privateers routed Houston Baptist 18 to 3. The privateers uh, just pummeled them and they play again today and then last night LSU a 9-2 winner over Auburn to get even in their series all right Ed so earlier this week UNO pummeled Tulane uh, UNO's really had the better of that series in recent years especially on the lakefront well they always get ready to play Tulane buddy and uh, they always bring a lot of energy to that game plus you know I think you have to give them credit too they've had a good program and maybe that's kind of overlooked in this whole scenario. It is. And then, of course, where LSU's concerned, lost a tough game to Auburn. They let a lead get away and lost on Thursday. Came back and won last night and obviously got a good pitching performance from Mikhail Hilliard, which they really need. It's, they have changed shortstop and second baseman. They switched uh, Doty and Thompson, so trying to get better defense there. You know the offense is going to be there, and again, it's it's all about the pitching. You know they're even up in the SEC again at four and four. So rubber game today against Auburn. Yep, it'll be interesting. You know they they, they got to be able to pitch and catch the ball. I tell you one thing I do not like, and uh, we were having this discussion in the office last night. These four-hour games are ridiculous. And it's getting longer and longer. And I don't think that's a good thing. College baseball in general like that. And, of course, the DH in the National League now. So those major league games are going to get longer on the National League side. But Albert Pujols is a St. Louis Cardinal again. Well, that's a good thing. But I, I, I can't stand the designated hitter. Um, I, that's one of the things that I liked about the fact that um, the National League didn't have it. And I think it's a... Uh, it's a sad day. My baseball f- flag is is not flying at at, uh, at the top of the pole over that, Kenny. I think it's a bad idea. And I know you're just jumping for joy at putting a runner at second base again in extra innings, right? You know what, Kenny? There's some things that I just I just can't I, I just find unacceptable. And and I always tease all the guys at work about slow pitch softball in the American League, and and that's what we're going to see in the National League now. Earn run average is going to go up, and 
you know, I know a lot of people, you know, talk about offense, 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 and I get that. But, but I love great pitching and great defense uh, and, and doing the things that, uh, you know, that win games. And I'm not opposed to the home run. I love the home run. But I don't like, I don't necessarily think that 10-9 every night is a good, is a good result either. I don't either. But, again, it is, you know, what it is now. I mean, and then, of course, the Dodgers. I mean, they just, if you're a fan of the Dodgers, you got to love them because they want to win. They go out and get Freddie Freeman. Now they go out and get Craig Kimbrell. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to beat a team on paper like that. It really is. I don't think there's any doubt. But, you know, hey, it is what it is, and just keep rolling. Yeah, they're good. I mean, look, looking forward to it. Major League Baseball season starts next week, yeah. so look, looking what, what, forward what to I it. What I can't understand what – I, what, I apologize for interrupting you. What I can't understand is how the Braves made $104 million and they can't afford Freddie Freeman. Can you yeah, explain I don't get that it. to me? A franchise guy who was great last year and is a tremendous right. person. I don't get it. I, I don't get that one at all. And not a descending player. So I don't really get it. Olsen's a good player now, and they'll still be good. But uh, I don't get that when you have a guy of that magnitude both on and off the field. That's, I'm with you. Couldn't agree more. Ed, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. All right, buddy. You have a good one, dear. Will do. Want to thank Rudy Dixon, our producer. Want to thank our listeners, as always. Thank our sponsors for making it happen. A reminder, we have Sports Talk every single night at 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, following Inside New Orleans at Four with Eric Asher. Also, a reminder, Delgado Baseball doubleheader against Baton Rouge Community College. Big rivalry starts at 2 p.m. Doubleheader, seven innings each. Watch it live on DelgadoAthletics.com.